Philippine troops rescue a British man and his Filipino wife from the hands of Abu Sayyaf militants in Sulu. The Philippine opposition slams President Duterte for firing Vice President Lenny Robredo as co-chairperson of the country's anti-drug committee. But Duterte's spokesperson insists Robredo only has herself to blame. Pro-democracy candidates score a landslide victory in district council elections in Hong Kong. And former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg jumps into the U.S. presidential race. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. A successful rescue operation in the southern Philippine province of Sulu. Troops safely recovered British national Alan Hiron and his Filipino wife Wilma following an intense firefight with Abu Sayyaf militants in Barang Town. The Philippine military says no ransom was paid and the Hirons are in good health. The couple was abducted from their resort in Tukuran, Zamboanga del Sur last October 4th. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte fires Vice President Lenny Robredo as co-chair of the country's anti-drug committee barely three weeks after appointing her. Ron Cruz gives us details. Kung ito ang pagkakataon para matigil ang patayan ng mga inosente at mapanagot ang kailangang managot, papasanin ko ito. The unprecedented number of drug-related killings forced Vice President Lenny Robredo to accept the co-chair position at the government's Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs. The country's second-highest official and top opposition figure wants to hold accountable those who are behind the proliferation of illegal narcotics, from rogue police officers to drug lords and smugglers. The vice president was appointed to the position after Malacanang dared her to take on the challenge of making a dent in the government's anti-drug war. But just two weeks into the job, President Rodrigo Duterte fired Robredo from her post. The decision comes after Mr. Duterte apologized for assuming that she had invited United Nations probers to look into his campaign against illegal drugs as co-chair of the administration's anti-narcotics body. And I'm sorry because uh, you only, I said, realize that it is a false news when the news comes out and you hear it and you talk about it. You react to the news. That's the problem. Earlier, President Duterte admitted he cannot trust Robredo, who is from the opposition. There will never be uh, a trust that uh, will be uh, nurtured between the two of us for the simple reason that Lenny Robredo is with the opposition. Ako nandito sa kabila. President Duterte and Robredo also butted heads after the vice president sought access to classified documents, including a list of high-value targets. Eh, dapat diretsohin na lang ako. Diretsoh naman akong kausap. Kung ayaw niya ako dito in the first place, bakit ako in-appoint? Kung ayaw niya na, kung nagkamali siya sa pag-appoint sa akin at gusto niyang bawiin, sabihin lang. Robredo has been a staunch critic of how the Duterte administration has been conducting its campaign against illegal drugs. Many were surprised when Duterte asked Robredo to become co-chair of ICAD. Robredo's acceptance of the position also surprised many, including her own allies. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Duterte spokesman Salvador Panelo denies claims the president fired Robredo because he was threatened by her. Panelo says Robredo's firing as co-chairperson of the Interagency Committee on Anti-Illegal Drugs, or ICAD, was due to her own missteps. 
He adds it was also apparently in response to taunts from Senator and Liberal Party President Francis Pangilinan and Robredo herself, who both dared Duterte to just fire the vice president if he wanted her out. More than two weeks have elapsed. He has not presented any scheme or program or envisioned by her by which he can implement the very purpose of ICANN. You begin an opportunity to change your outlook. But she blew it. Panelo also slams Robredo for turning to the United States and the United Nations for help. She should have gone to the ground. She could have gone to the local communities, asked the people there how they were dealing with the drug business, their problems about them, instead of talking with foreign institutions, which have no first-hand knowledge of the drug problem in this country. I've been suggesting to her, you need some more powers, then you seek audience with the president. Don't let the president invite you. It should be you, because you are not the appointee, and it's your duty, if you so desire, see the president and ask him if you have some more powers in mind to be added to yours. But he never did that. She never did that. She did that only when the president already made the public statement against her. Panelo, meanwhile, says Duterte has denied apologizing to Robredo for assuming she had invited UN officials to conduct a probe into Manila's drug war. Panelo clarifies Duterte was only sorry for basing his assumption on false information. Opposition politicians slam the president's decision to fire Robredo as co-chairperson of the ICAD. Senator Francis Pangilinan claims Robredo's eventual firing proves both the war on drugs and her appointment are bluff and bluster. Pangilinan also responding to the assertion that Robredo was fired because he suggested it. He says it is a twisted and desperate attempt at blaming others for what he calls a mess. For Senator Risa Ontiveros, government got snared in their own trap. She also calls it laughable that Robredo was fired before the public officials responsible for the supposed anomalies and failures hounding the Philippine hosting of the Southeast Asian Games. Albay Representative Edsa Lagman, meanwhile, was not surprised by Robredo's firing. He says it was clear the vice president was being set up to fail from the very start. There is no question of timing anytime. She could have been uh, dismissed, and they were just trying to get reasons for her to be dismissed. Would the president allow Vice President Lobredo to succeed in his centerpiece program of uh, an anti-drugs uh, war where he himself dismally failed? More reactions to Vice President Robredo's firing as co-chairperson of the ICAT. Philippine House Deputy Minority Leader Carlos Zarate says it was no longer shocking. Zarate describes the war on drugs as a sham, adding Robredo's continued stay will only unmask the fact that the drug problem is worsening. On Twitter, Senator Panfilo Laxon also said the president's decision was not shocking. He even called it boring. For Senate... 
President Vicente Soto III Roberto appears to have lost the president's trust. He adds Duterte has the prerogative on who to put in or pull out of the anti-drug committee. The Philippine National Police agrees. Sa tatlong linggo na inilagi ng ating uh, Vice President Lenny Robredo as uh, co-chair ng ICAD, ay uh, nagpapasalamat tayo sa kanyang mga nai-contribute na mga uh, ideas. At uh, wala naman tayong panghinayang dahil uh, lahat naman tayo ng mga lingkod ng bayan ay uh, uh, maaring uh, mawala sa pwesto anytime. <coughs> Meanwhile, Robredo's ICAD co-chair and director general of the Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency, Aaron Aquino, says PIDEA respects Duterte's decision to fire the vice president. Filipino organizers of the Southeast Asian Games apologize for the travel and accommodation issues that hounded foreign athletes upon their arrival in Manila. Angel Movido tells us more. Photos of members of the Cambodia football team recently made rounds online after players were seen sleeping in chairs and on the floor in one of the function rooms of Century Park Hotel in Manila. Posts from various media outlets on Facebook also show the Timor-Leste football team had their own struggles after being stranded for hours at the airport only to be taken to the wrong hotel. During a press conference Sunday, the football coaches couldn't help but comment about their experience. I hope so for the future. It cannot happen again, these situations. So I think all nations deserve uh, respect. We had to wait at maybe like eight, nine hours to get our hotel. But it's not, it's things that happen. It's we're, we're ready for this. So uh, we adjust and we evolve. If we start to looking for excuses from the first day, we will find always. So we are here, we have our target. A post also circulated on social media about the lack of drinking water and scarce food choices for Thailand football players. Thailand said the team also had to cancel practice on Saturday after being stuck in traffic for hours. As of yesterday, it's not only us. And let's say as a team of state, they've been waiting for a couple hours as well at the airport. And for the... For the training yesterday, uh, from the here to training ground, it takes two hours. And for us, it's not realistic and we cannot make it by the time. So we have to manage ourselves to have a training on the street last night. Netizens also took to social media their grievances and comments about the SEA Games preparations. Philippine Southeast Asian Games Organizing Committee, or FISGOC, and House Speaker Alan Cayetano were among the top trending topics Sunday due to reports on poor transport and accommodation of athlete guests. FISGOC said it acknowledges the shortcomings and admitted that there were at least three incidents of transportation and hotel arrangement glitches. FISGOC also vowed to do a better job. Ramon Suzara of FISGOC explains the delays are part of the process as it may take some time for the teams to secure IDs and accreditations upon arrival. So this happens not only to, to the Philippines, it happens also even in the other games, Olympic Games. You have, you have to wait two hours and you have to be patient because you have to get the accreditation cards. Cambodia chef de mission Nansok Visal says they understand the situation. 
In a statement, Malacanang also apologized for the inconvenience suffered by the athlete guests. The palace assured it will exercise due diligence to make sure everyone will have a pleasant and productive stay in the country. Despite the hiccups, Philippine football players remain positive for the SEA Games. I trust in each and every one of these guys. I trust in um, the coaching staff and I trust in the plans. Logistics issues are just one of the problems being addressed by organizers. With an official SEA Games football match scheduled on Monday, workers are still busy finishing up last-minute repairs at the Rizal Memorial Stadium in Manila. Angel Movido, ABS-CBN News. Over in Hong Kong, pro-democracy candidates score a landslide victory in district council elections. They have secured more than half of the 452 district council seats for the first time. The pro-establishment camp has reportedly taken about 32 seats. A record turnout of more than 71 percent, or at least 2.94 million people voted in Sunday's elections. Yeah, I think, um, I think the Hong Kong people have clearly spoken in a way. Um, that uh, this is not only a referendum, but is a, it sends a very strong signal to uh, the government. They are not happy with how they deal with the protests so far, particularly in the last five months. And police brutality is actually over the top, I think. And I think that the Hong Kong people should really, really um, uh, 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 leverage on this uh, result uh, to ask for more democracy in the future. Sunday's vote is seen as a test of support for embattled Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam following months of pro-democracy protests. Under the Chinese-ruled city's electoral system, 117 district councillors will sit on the committee that selects Hong Kong's chief executive. Former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg jumps into the U.S. presidential race. The 77-year-old billionaire businessman joined the crowded Democratic presidential field Sunday, saying America cannot afford four more years of Donald Trump. Bloomberg claims the Republican president represents an existential threat to U.S. values. Bloomberg, who said back in March he would not run for president, is reportedly concerned the current slate of candidates is not well positioned to defeat Trump. Bloomberg has been particularly critical of anti-Wall Street crusader Senator Elizabeth Warren. He has won allies in the Democratic Party with his advocacy and philanthropy on climate change and in fighting gun violence. Big day for pop superstar Taylor Swift. The singer is now the most decorated artist of the American Music Awards. The 29-year-old on Sunday received Best Pop Album and Artist of the Year honors, officially surpassing Michael Jackson's all-time record of 24 wins at the fan-voted awards. Despite a public spat with her former record label on her right to sing her old song on the AMA stage, Swift got to perform a medley of her hits, including Love Story, Blank Space, and Shake It Off. Swift, who also accepted the Artist of the Decade honor, dedicated her victories to her fans. All that matters to me is the memories that I have had with you guys, with you the fans, over the years. And guys, we've had fun, incredible, exhilarating, extraordinary times together and may it continue. Thank you for being the reason why I am on this stage. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.